Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I am Lauren Romo, and with me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Andrea? That's my best Chewbacca. That was solid. That was really solid. Yeah. I feel feel, Uh, uh, like I can take on the whole empire myself right now. Okay, Dak. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) All right, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a Star Wars podcast that discusses anything and everything within the galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. We talk about it, Andrea. What is up? All right, we are doing our recap, our continued recap of Clone Wars Season 7. We are on Episode 7 and 8. They were good ones. They were fantastic. So uh, let's just just jump in. So Episode 7, real quick though, Episode 6, last we see Ahsoka and the Martez sisters, uh, Trace and Rafa, we are in on the plant, on the Pike planet. And they uh, got captured. They're in Pike uh, Prison. They are in Pike Prison. Yes, exactly. They are in Pike Prison, and they tried to kind of one over the Pike after Trace dumped the spice that they got from Kessel. And now they are uh, in Episode Six. We see them in prison, and um, they are talking about the Jedi, and specifically. Rafa and Trace tell Ahsoka kind of their experience with the Jedi themselves. And they go into their story about their parents who um, were unfortunately died because of uh, they feel the Jedi. So what they tell Ahsoka is that uh, during a escape from a prisoner zero who we this is all from clone wars the clone wars movie right uh yeah well no this was in season one or two of clone wars it wasn't the movie no oh wait was it in the movie it could have been in the movie i can't remember it's been a while since i saw like the beginning of clone wars so i'll 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 be honest with that um but so they referenced the the zero escape Zero the Hutt escape. And what they said was that a freighter was going down the, like that uh, port to go out of the uh, different levels. And basically what happened is that this freighter crashed into their home. And they were met by Jedi Luminara, Mm -hmm. who told them that, you know, she had to make a difficult choice, but the force would be with them. And since then, they were kind of basically were not big fans of the Jedi uh, from that. So obviously that kind of gave Ahsoka pause about maybe revealing who she was. Yeah, because she Um, was about to. I like how that whole conversation uh, came about. mm -hmm. It started with um, Rafa kind of questioning why Ahsoka always wants to help people. And she says it's just the way she is and it's what you Mm do. And... She asked her if she's some sort of Jedi. She said, what if I am? And then that's when the story comes out. So I feel like if that story wouldn't have came out, uh, Ahsoka would have uh, confessed that she was a Jedi or had Force abilities. So 
Yeah, agreed. I think they kind of uh, forced her hand a little bit to kind of keep her secret uh, longer. Um, so within episode seven, um, the Pike cartel starts uh, interrogating uh, Rafa, uh, Rafa first. And then uh, Trace gets taken to go get uh, interrogated. But she kind of plays, she plays off like she fainted, which I thought was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then she steals one of the uh, Pike's guns and gets away. Mm -hmm. Uh, Starts kind of shooting her way out of uh, the prison. And then meanwhile, Ahsoka, um, as Rafa is still kind of knocked out in in their prison, Ahsoka uses the force to open the the prison door. So then they get out. They eventually run into Rafa, and then they try to escape uh, the pike, the planet. Mm-hmm. So they are being chased through the city. Um, Trace sees her ship uh, on a uh, on a dock on a on a landing pad, and she tells them that they need to get there to you know get off get off the planet. So while that's all happening, though, we get a quick shot of a mysterious Mandalorian helmet. Yeah, that has it uh, has a yeah has the hood over it. Mm. But is so we kind of go to where we see three Mandalorians together, and they're kind of watching over the situation of what's going on as Rafa, Trace, and Ahsoka are running away from the Pikes. And we hear the very distinct voice of Bo-Katan. Yep. But we also hear the voice of Ursa Wren, who, if you haven't watched Rebels, I don't know why you haven't watched Rebels, but <laughs> if you watched Rebels, you would know that is Sabine Wren's mother. Yep, mother. So it was so cool to kind of have that very small tie-in of Rebels and Clone Wars uh, together. Yeah. Very awesome. Uh, so basically, um, Rafa and Trace kind of get caught by the Pikes. Ahsoka keeps running. Then she decides, obviously, to go back for them, but kind of gets herself trapped as well. So basically, episode seven is them, uh, starting in prison, and then they end up in prison. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't, move, didn't move pretty far. Yeah, it <laughs> didn't move pretty far. But I think what I liked about this episode was that the conversations that Rafa, Trace, and Ahsoka were having were interesting because I think it gives more depth to Ahsoka and how, you know, she was very, you know, very conscious of what she was doing. She was trying not to use the Force when they were around during this episode. So there was one point where she pushed uh, Trace, helped her get over a uh, jump gap uh, when they were trying to escape. Mm-hmm. And then it was funny because then Ahsoka just ran and jumped and literally jumped over them, past them, and they thought she fell. Yeah. <laughs> but she didn't. So I thought that was hilarious. I loved when uh, Rafa was like, that's not normal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked that too. And then that Ahsoka's, was awesome. Ahsoka's ex- explanation was she looks more athletic than she does, which yeah. is very true. And Rafa's just like, that's not normal. Nope. <laughs> So, yeah, so basically episode seven ends with them back in prison. So um, now episode eight obviously starts right where that ended. uh, And they are trying to figure out a way to, you know, escape. So Ahsoka comes up with a plan 
and tells both Rafa and Trace to trust her. So the Pike leader um, has all three of them in his office and is asking where the spice is. So what Ahsoka tells him is that it's off-world, they know where it's at, give them one rotation, which I believe is a day. Yeah, I was Um, wondering about that too. I think, yeah, I think a rotation equates a day. I think depending on like the planet itself, but a rotation of the planet, I think is what that, uh, what that represents. So they gave the, they let Rafa and Trace go to go get the spice because what Ahsoka told them is that she knows where their family is and that would motivate them if they don't come back. But obviously, as we know, as viewers, we know that's not true because mm-hmm. we know, unfortunately, her, they don't her have parents family. are gone. <laughs> so um, so they leave the planet uh, on the Silver Angel, and Ahsoka goes back into prison. Uh, obviously, uses the Force, gets out of prison, and she starts uh, kind of snooping around the complex, uh, finds some, uh, what is it, like gr- uh, the grenades? Yeah, like detonators. Uh, detonators, thank you. Yep, detonators. Mm-hmm. So she finds some detonators, and she starts kind of snooping around, and she starts planting them in the uh, factory of where the spice is kind of being uh, refined or whatnot. So while she's doing that, though, she sees the pike leader talking to a hologram. Which was weird. Which was very weird. And who, you know, we you kind of hear that distinct voice, and who it, who it turns out to be is Maul himself. And I love that because I love within the conversation that Maul and the Crimson, in the um, uh, Pike leader are having, he mentions Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn, yeah, I thought that was sweet too. It was a nice touch, nice touch. Yeah. So um, they continue on uh, Ahsoka continues on to um, put the detonators around and then eventually they the, the pikes figure out that she got out of her prison and they surround her and capture her and then meanwhile while all that was happening uh, Rafa and Trace decided to steal Spice from the pikes and act like they brought the spice that they dumped uh, back to them. So what they did uh, was go to a different area, I believe of the same planet, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they acted like they were supposed to pick up this special order uh, for the pike leader. So what, so they go there and uh, fool the, uh, fool the workers, but then this uh, their their boss supervisor, I think the one guy calls him, yeah, um, kind of figures out that that's not what's supposed to happen, and then Rafa and uh, that guy get into a little bit of a fight, while Trace is kind of fighting these uh, other little uh, uh, creatures. I can't remember their names, but it's the same um, same species as. Uh, the pod racer, Ben, oh God, Benson, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Uh, but he was in the, the species was in Phantom Nemesis. He was a pod racer. Yeah. And that's who, uh, that's who Trace was, uh, fighting. It wasn't Quad de Janeiro, was it? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. (laughs) Well done. Ben Quad Janeiro or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they uh, so they eventually get away from them and have spice that they're going to act like they you know that it was the one that they originally stole, quote unquote. So they get in front of the Pikes, who Ahsoka is with, and then um, the Pike got the Pike leader reveals that he obviously figured out that Ahsoka was a Jedi. And then and he mentions that to Rafa and Trace and they're caught off guard because they didn't realize that she was a Jedi. And then Ahsoka tries to explain to him she was a Jedi, but she, you know, left uh, left the Jedi Order. And I in th- one of my favorite moments in that episode was when they both kind of they both said uh, Trace and Rafa both said Ahsoka, you can do that. <laughs> like, you, can leave, you can leave the Jedi. Um, so then, um, as that all happened, all the detonators went off. Uh, Trace and Rafa and Ahsoka are able to uh, able to kind of bust free and um, are able to escape uh, the Pikes. Uh, and they head back to Coruscant. Um, there was actually, before we get to that though, there was actually a cool um, flight uh, flight fight, I guess, uh, ship fight uh, with Ahsoka and all the uh, Ahsoka and Rafa and Trace. Yeah. And some of the Pikes guys were going after them. And that was a really, really cool shots within that uh, sequence. So good stuff as always. But what we see um, as they are leaving the Pike planet is that the Mandalorian's uh, ship is following them. So we know it's Bo-Katan, Ursa, and then another um, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So they get to Coruscant, uh, and Ahsoka tries to explain that, you know, since the Pikes don't really, since the Pikes believe that the Jedi are involved, they'll probably leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and the girls, uh, Trace and Rafa, kind of don't really want to hear it. And they kind of voice their little bit of, you know, why why didn't you tell us? Kind of, you know, why why did you keep this from us? Um, but then they kind of understood, you know, why she did. And they kind of said that this is who she is. And it kind of brought Ahsoka back to where I think she needed to be as far as, you know, she needed to, you know, figure out who she was. And mm-hmm. I think that's what she's been trying to do in these last uh, couple episodes is, you know, she was trying to be somebody that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. But in in reality, she is a Jedi. She's had the heart of the Jedi. And that's what they kind of tried to instill on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bo-Katan shows up and says, you know, I, I know you. And Ahsoka assumes that she's still with Death Watch and that, you know, is not true, obviously, as we know. Bo-Katan tells her that we have a common enemy in in Maul and that she would like Ahsoka's help. And she takes basically tells her, you have five minutes to figure it out. <laughs> so Ahsoka kind of looks at both Trace and Rafa and, you know, are, you know, she says, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what I want to do. And they both tell her, like, this is what you're, this is what you're meant to do. You're meant to do, you know, meant to do what you did for us. You helped us and got us, you know, and you saved us. So she kind of takes that to heart and she uh, heads with Bo-Katan and you see uh, Ahsoka, you know, go on the ship and you see it take it off from Coruscant and that is the end of episode eight. So overall thoughts, Andrew Gutierrez, what did you think? 
I loved both of them. Uh, uh, as we have talked about before on our other episode, the first two, so five and six, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of them. I mm-hmm. wasn't a huge fan of Rafa or Trace, really. And uh, But uh, these next two episodes, they were great. I really came around. You know, always when you can understand a character a little bit better and gives give you a little bit of depth on why they act the way they are. Mm-hmm. It's always just, you know, eye-opening and you can start to either relate more with a character or understand their path, which is what we got in episodes seven and eight. It was great. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and um, also it, it gave... You know, we knew that they didn't like the Jedi. We didn't. We always just thought that it was, you know, the perspective of the rest of the, you know, underworld of Coruscant. But it really just kind of came down to like a personal interaction that uh, they had with the Jedi and what happened with their family. So that was kind of cool too. Mm-hmm. That that got explained. Uh, yeah, I just i i liked i liked these two. They really. Um, push the story forward like you were saying Ahsoka kind of lost herself in who she was and what she was doing and now she you know she still has that call to help people every single time you know she gets put into mm-hmm. a situation and she always um moves forward with that so yeah I loved it yeah I yeah 100% agree with the whole Ahsoka thing I think that you know what people and I know there's been talks that a lot of people didn't like these last four episodes but I loved it because I think, again, yeah, it's not action-packed. It wasn't a Bad Batch, you know, or anything like that. But this was kind of Ahsoka's, like, where she was and what where her head was at. And you could kind of, like, again, you could see from the first episode to the last episode how much she kind of changed and how much Rafa and Trace, you know, influenced her because, like you said, she still had that call to help. Like, she knew that she had to help them get, you know, get away from the pikes to help them, you know, with those, um, the droids, uh, the droid episode, the very first episode of episode seven, Mm -hmm. or episode five, Mm -hmm. you know, so, like, you could just tell that it is who Ahsoka is, that's who she is, that's who she will probably always be, is one to always help others, because that's the Jedi in her, that's the Jedi way. And I think it took them, you know, those two to help Ahsoka realize that, that she needed to, you know, not, not be afraid of being a Jedi and being one to help others. Yeah. So it was, it was very cool. It was very, very cool. Um, any shots or any moments that kind of stick out with you for either of these episodes? Uh, you know, I didn't really, nothing really, uh, called to me kind of like a few did in five and six, but I did like how we kind of got the exposure to the pikes and what the temperature is like in the crime syndicate right now, because the last time we, uh, were with Maul and the pikes and the rest of the crime syndicates, they were taking over Mandalore, uh, mm-hmm. with the death watch. And then, uh, you know, Maul killed, um, what was his name? Vizsla? Was it Vizsla? Yep. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Vizsla. Yeah. Vizsla. Yep. So now we know that he has a stronghold over them enough to that fe- they feel intimidated 
uh, that they don't want to be making mistakes or anything like that. So I'm glad that we got to see that. That's where Maul is right now. He, We've got the mention of Crimson Dawn, which was absolutely outstanding. Uh, we have mm-hmm. an understanding that he rules over the crime syndicates with fear, uh, that he knows everything that goes on just with those small little conversations the Pikes were having with each other. So I was excited to um, get that kind of information. Yeah, it was cool to, um, I, I'll be honest, I wasn't expecting to see Maul yet, but it was kind of cool to see him in that hologram, uh, hologram, uh, and you know, what was really nice. And I wonder if when Ahsoka was kind of sneaking around and she was listening to the conversation, he kind of, you could kind of tell he felt something. Yeah. And I wonder if he saw her. Which is weird. Yeah. Because that's not really how holograms work right and i was i was just going to bring that up like so does is he because maybe is it because he's strong with the force or whatever was he able to see the surroundings or he was just feeling something in a certain direction like i it, it was cool though i'll say that was kind of cool like i mean i always thought holograms was a one-way thing where you could just see the other person you don't see their surroundings it's right kind of how right is how our understanding is but it'd be interesting to know if that is different, maybe just because he, again, because he is a force user and whatnot, that he's able to kind of see uh, see things around him, maybe, in the holograms. I don't know. It's, uh, that was I think cool, maybe, though. yeah, I think maybe he just felt uh, her with the force. Because mm-hmm. when she heard his voice, she recognized him as well. That could have gave off some sort of energy. Mm-hmm. So I think he just kind of feel her through the force i was surprised to see him come back too i remember i was i was watching it on my phone on break at work and when he showed up i like fist pumped in the air people probably thought i was crazy (laughs) (laughs) but i was excited for him to come back yeah it was cool again yeah very unexpected i didn't really expect to see him until maybe these last four episodes but it was kind of a nice little like setup to where like all right now we know you know, where, what he's been doing, mm-hmm. uh, how kind of Ahsoka knows Maul's still involved. Because I can't remember in, you know, previous seasons, if Ahsoka knew that Maul was still around. Like, I, I'm trying to, re- I can't remember. I know she knew that, but I know, I, we know that she knows he's alive, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if, she knew after the um i'm trying to think so when he took over mandalore the first time and then obviously obi-wan kind of you know did what he did mm-hmm. i wonder if she just assumed that either he died or got captured see I can't, i'd have to rewatch clone wars now i feel like i have to but <laughs> But, like, it's interesting to see how that all kind of went down. Because I think it's, I felt that Ahsoka was a little surprised that she obviously saw him. And, you know, in that capacity as not obviously a Darth Lord, but, like, it sounded like a crime, like a crime lord, a crime syndicate. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that was, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, anything else that kind of jumped out at you as far as, uh, like, little tidbits of information or, like, a specific shot that you loved? Mm, no, I was uh, the Mandalorian armor looked great. 
mm-hmm. uh, had that owl look to it, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which uh, reminds me of Sabine. So, um, yeah, I I loved that we got a little bit of a early dosage of Mandalore Mandalorians and Bo Katan and mm-hmm. all of that. So. Yeah, Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. I wonder too. So we know the one Mandalorian, obviously, we know it's Bo Katan. We know it's Ursa, uh, Ren. I wonder who that third person, that third Mandalorian was. A lot of people are speculating that maybe it was the um, uh, girl, the uh, forger. uh, Oh, really? The armor from the Mandalorian show. You think it's another female? I think so. I mean, if there was two, I, my assumption, this is just my assumption, I would think if it there was Ursa and Boca, I would assume that that other one would be female. But I could be totally wrong. Could be could Sabine's be totally brother. Oh, well, trying to think. Would that age-wise? I'm trying to think how old he would be. I mean, yeah, I guess mm, it's true. Yeah, that's right. Could be. But then I'm thinking the, arm, the armor from the Mandalorian... She had the horn, uh, horn Mando ma- uh, helmet. So I wonder if That's she right. was, uh, if she obviously was with uh, Maul. So oh, I wonder Death if we we'll see her on that side. Ooh, that's an interesting thought now. That'd be like cool. Would that? I, th- I mean, give it to Dave Filoni. I could see them pulling that off, like tying it that way. What yeah. do you think? That would be, be cool. I think it would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, so let's kind of talk about the overall arc. I love the four episodes. I, like I said, I, I know some people weren't, like, thrilled with it, but I loved these four episodes, maybe because I love Ahsoka. Um, and I loved, I'll be honest, I loved how uh, Rafa and Trace, uh, and they were, you know, their last name is Martez, and that's very um, Hispanic. And obviously you and I are both his, uh, Hispanic, so that was kind of cool mm-hmm. to, again, see rep- representation like that. Yep. Um, very awesome. So I was very, very cool with all that. Um, what was your kind of overall thoughts on the entire, on her arc, on this kind of four episode arc? Yeah, I know. I know I felt like it was slow paced, but looking mm-hmm. back, I think after all the whole season is done with, I feel like it's going to be like a good speed uh, to lead up into the ending. You know, we got like a really action packed uh, military uh, type arc right off to uh the beginning with the bad batch Mm -hmm. i i like that it slowed down and gave us um some storytelling and Mm -hmm. a little bit of uh um just little bits and pieces of information that we needed to know about where ahsoka was is and is going to be you know Mm -hmm. like in with her mindset so I, you know, of course, I always want to be just floored and I want cliffhangers and I want to just be right. blown away with every single episode. But you right. just can't do that. I mean, let's be honest. You And, and I'm not saying that these episodes were filler, but there's storytelling and, and there's, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's settings and there's mood and there's all that stuff you got to build up to. Ian, mm-hmm. And everything just can't be like popcorn eating, slurpy slurping rock and roll rides you know so i i liked i liked it yeah because i mean if you really think about it too clone wars um right i mean and like say obviously in any season of clone wars there's always in in rebels in resistance you know there's always going to be quote-unquote filler episodes but they're important 
Like, mm-hmm. I mean, any episode in the Clone Wars that you can consider filler throughout the entire series, it's it was important, you know, and for the overall story, if you really think about it, it it's important. Just like Rebels, some of those, you know, my perfect example is that episode in Rebels with the um, space whales. Yeah. With the purge. With, with the purple. Yeah. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> look how exactly. important that was. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, people can say that they were filler or whatnot, but like you just said, it's storytelling that, you know, is will lead. And I, I fully believe it's going to pay off for sure. Yeah. I really do. Um, I mean, to- even... Even just yeah. by reading the Ahsoka novel, you know, because you went right from the end of season six. And if you mm-hmm. go into the Ahsoka novel, um, you didn't really know what her mindset was other than that she felt abandoned, you know. Mm-hmm. And this kind of gives you exposure of her trying to get her life back together for a little bit mm-hmm. and all of that. So um, it's necessary for us to see these things. Slow pace, fast pace, whatever pace, you know, yeah. how, however they want to tell the story um, is great. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and again, you, I feel like this had Dave Filoni written all over it as mm-hmm. far as the storytelling. So I, I love it. So I was I was cool with it. Um do you think we will see the Martez sisters again uh, in this in the uh, in the season? No, I agree. <laughs> Which is yeah, because I, I like them a lot. Finally, we you. agree. <laughs> Would you like to see them again, or are you like, nah, I'm okay? Yeah, I mean, nah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind, like, a comic book of them doing ah! stuff. Because think about it, too. They have Whoa! three three uh, containers of spice. <laughs> yeah. Like, th- what are they going to do with that? Who knows? I want to I'm know. sure Rafa will go back to the, the Rafa side of things uh, and figure out how to wheel and deal it. I guess. Oh, that would make me sad. But, yeah. But, I, again, I love the... I mean, honestly, the, I thought for yeah. a split second... For a split second, mm-hmm. maybe that Trace and Ahsoka were going to be romantically involved. That's what I thought for like a split second. Because, you know, in that Ahsoka book, what's her name? I can't remember the name of that one character. Kind of like confessed that she had feelings for Ahsoka. Remember that? Mm-hmm. 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 And I know everybody jokes around and says that Sabine and Ahsoka are like the ultimate les- lesbian power couple, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> so I thought maybe, just maybe, we might have got a little bit of that. Like maybe a little tie-in of like where Ahsoka mm-hmm. is, but personally. But mm-hmm. no, we didn't get that. So Yeah. No, that's interesting. I mean, I... I, you could see it. I mean, definitely you could you could argue that that was maybe hinted around, but yeah, uh, yeah. But it, I loved I loved the characters. I think it just showed a different side of Coruscant, and they showed a different side of Star Wars too. Again, like kind of the underground of thirteen 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 and how people were living. Because mm-hmm. all we've known are people from topside as they call it you know we the jedi and the senators and all of them so and right. the wealthy so we don't really know much of the uh underground so which i would i would i would love a whole like underground there needs to be a series yes i would comic I book something 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 i agree i agree um now do you believe that um 
again, I know we want we don't want to call it fillers, but you know, in a let's say in a normal uh, Clone War season where there's like twenty two episodes, do you think people would be as again as like upset or whatever? About these episodes? Probably not. Um, it reminds me of... Remember uh, at the end of the last season of Game of Thrones, how there was that one episode where they all got drunk and it was like, you know, they were kind of like telling stories mm. and people are like, man, let's get to it. Like, we only got like eight episodes in the season. How dare you, you know, fill up my time with this? I feel the same way mm. is how people... That's only, They know it's only 12 episodes. They, you know, that's very small, limited amount of time of space for a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I do think that if um, if it was a longer season, people would have been like, yeah, that's Soka's art. Cool. Yeah, that's true. I kind of like how some people I've seen com- are kind of comparing the first ep- like the first four episodes as like kind of Rex's story. And then the next four are Ahsoka's. And mm-hmm. now the two are coming together. Which I love. I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't wait for that reunion. Now they just dropped today, um, as, as we recorded, the final kind of little uh, trailer for the rest of the season. Just dope. Wow. <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> Straight up goosebumps. Yeah. Um, great shots. Uh, I, I every time I see Ahsoka walking. Uh, and seeing all those clone clone troopers with her kind of uh, her logo or her yeah her markings yeah, yeah on those helmets God I get goosebumps every single time and I love that little line that Anakin tells her like you know they've been waiting for you it's yeah. just like oh come on come on yeah. <laughs> what does Rex say that the the clones they believe in loyalty. Mm-hmm. But isn't that the like the one thing that they stand for is something like that. So yeah. um I love that that's like the message and uh that they're they're loyal to Ahsoka regardless of what happened or where she's been. So Yeah, I loved it. And then mm-hmm. obviously Maul's um uh, uh, what Maul was saying uh was great. I think what I think the line was uh what you've been doing this entire like basically what has been happening has led you to this. And I think we assume he's talking to Ahsoka, which I, yeah. I think, I think so. But then you see, you get some kind of cool new shots of their fight. Um, you get some shots of Anakin and Obi-Wan doing something. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot of the shots of the uh, siege of Mandalore. So, Ooh, I'm ready. I, I can't wait. <laughs> this is the meat and potatoes that you and I have been waiting for. Yeah. And it's coming Friday and I cannot wait. I know this first episode is kind of maybe going to set some, set it up a little bit. I don't think we'll be like in the heart of the, obviously the battle yet. I think, I think this episode is going to be the one where Anakin and Ahsoka see each other in the hologram. And then obviously they, they, they meet up later, but um, that's my guess. I don't know about yeah. you. What do you, what do you think this first, what are you looking forward to um, this first episode coming out Friday? You know, I'm really looking forward to uh, learning, like, what's the environment on Mandalore right now? 
you know, what's going on there uh, with the Death Watch, with Maul, with um, the civilians that are there. They used to be pacifists. Now they're being controlled by a warlord. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's going on? So I, um, why do the Jedi need to be involved? Why are the Mandalorians escaping and asking for help? So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to get that information. Yeah, I can't. I love more more Mandalore, the better for me. I can't wait to get there and uh, see this epic battle uh, transpire and then see, obviously, Ahsoka and Maul uh, fight. I just uh, can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. And I wonder, uh, again, let, we got our four more episodes. Do you think we will get Revenge of the Sith tie-ins at all at points? Because we do know in one of the trailers, there was that line that we hear May say in Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. but we're in a different area, we're in a different room uh, than obviously in the movie. So I wonder how much we will get uh, kind of Revenge of the Sith tie-ins. What do you think? Uh, I, I'm hoping that we do. I think we've kind of guessed and assumed that we will just based off of Rex, Maul, and Ahsoka being in the same place mm-hmm. at the same time that Order 66 is going to transpire um, within that this, air, this timeline. Mm-hmm. So I think we might get a little bit of uh, Revenge of the Sith. I'm hoping that we do. I'm I'm also hoping that we we get some pretty new exposure to Order sixty six. I think yeah, I think that's what a lot of people I think are expecting because obviously we know like you said from the book from Ahsoka's novel we know that you know Rex she, Rex and Ahsoka got away uh, and wit, kind of witnessed the whole Order sixty six go down and that's how mm-hmm. Maul got away. Right. So yeah, like you said, we we will definitely see that transpire. I'm I just wonder how much of little things from the movie that we'll hear. Like obviously at during this whole siege of Mandalore, was Anakin already like you know, they already like got the uh got Palpatine out from uh, Yeah, Jen, Dooku. From Dooku and all yeah. How much are we into kind of those events and then what happens with the Siege of Mandalore? Because like you're saying, we know the Siege of Mandalore happens around Order 66. Yeah. So like how much how much are we going to tie in the Revenge of the Sith into the show? I, I'm excited to see that, to be honest. I'm excited to see what, what they kind of tie in, what moments they use uh, to kind of tie it all in together. So it's going to yeah. be very interesting, very interesting. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get my expectations up too high. Fair. You know, I kind of want to stay open-minded. Fair. So we'll have to see. It's getting close. Yeah. Four more episodes, man. This is going to be wild. Yeah. I can't, I'm actually excited to start kind of watching them all together. Like, I've been trying to do it, but once all 12 are out, I can't wait just to watch from, you know, 1 to 12 in a whole the whole mm-hmm. city and i can't wait just to see how it all kind of blends together so yeah all right final thoughts Ange, on the uh latest episodes of season seven of the clone wars seven and eight nope enjoyed them yeah me too fully enjoyed fully enjoyed yep. highly recommend um obviously kind of late in the game but spoiler talks if you haven't watched the show yet but 
<laughs> I'll put that spoiler in the uh, headline of our show. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, I forgot to put, and this is my bad. We, I forgot to do a Asagal shout out, so we don't have Asagal questions today. Oh man, I know, I know. that's that's. I'm going to ask you a question, Lauren. All right, go ahead. What is? Did what you is ever your... read the Duel of Fate script? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> That's a whole different episode. Did you and finish I, the Rise of Skywalker book yet? I'm I'm close. Yeah, I'm um, I'm close. So I'm close I'm, too. I'm yeah. I'm pushing through it, <laughs> trying to, because we're that's our next big one is that uh, episode or that uh, podcast. Our next episode will be the um, novelization recap. So can't wait can't wait to talk about that too. So. All right. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate your uh, uh, appreciate you guys following us, uh, listening to us. Give us feedback. Tweet at us. Uh, follow yeah. us at the Galactic Pod on Twitter. Uh, we are obviously on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean. So give us a good old rate and review. And you can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Loro Knows on Twitter. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R two D Two Step. And may that force be with you. Always. Always.